0: Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hello, love. Today's episode is going to be a fun chat about cultivating a simple and easy style. This is another episode request from the community, so thank you so much for sending those in. If there's a topic you'd like to see me cover, let me know because it really helps inspire me to come up with new ideas and I love sharing on topics that you're interested in. I'm going to share some background on how I made effortless style my mission a few years ago. And it was kind of right around when I was turning 30 that that was sort of something that I really wanted to focus on. And I'll also talk through my mindset and where I am with clothes now, six months into COVID, because that's definitely different. And I'll share some of my clothing, skincare, and beauty faves along with some of the people that really inspire me. So hopefully through this episode, you'll be able to pick up some ideas for yourself on cultivating a simple and easy style all your own. You can find the show notes for today's episode at celebratecultivate.com. You might want to shop some of these links. So just be able to trust and know that you can listen to this episode and then just go to the website to shop. You don't have to take notes while I'm talking. And if you enjoy the podcast, I'd love to see you share it on Instagram. So take a screenshot, tag me at Kayleen Elise and share it with your community. All right, let's get into the episode. So I really feel like when it comes to style, I turned a corner at 30. And I'm currently 35. So this is a few years ago now. And at that point, I had just gotten married. And I sort of had this realization that I was in a bit of a sweet spot in my life in that career was in a good rhythm. We didn't have kids yet. Our calendar was packed with travel. And I just wanted to elevate, like I wanted to feel like I was in my thirties, if that makes sense. Up until that point, I sometimes felt cute in my clothes, but I didn't love what was in my closet and I definitely didn't feel like I had a clearly defined style. And I honestly felt clueless when it came to makeup. And I definitely felt like I wasn't girly enough to really understand makeup. Of course, I wore it, but I wasn't like in love with what was in my makeup bag. And I did not feel confident when I was doing my hair. So it was sort of like this trifecta of like a lack of confidence in my style. And so much of style is confidence. And I think around turning 30, I just really wanted to step into my confidence. And I realized that I knew who I was and I knew what I wanted. And even though some things related to style didn't happen naturally for me, like I didn't pick it up along the way, I figured that it was worth trying to figure it out. Like it was a worthwhile endeavor to see if I could make some things work for me. So here are a few things that I did right in that, that year. I, in terms of clothes, I made an appointment with a stylist at Nordstrom and I did a style session where like I told her what I was looking for and I came and she had already pulled a bunch of pieces for me and I brought my credit card. (laughs) I definitely invested in some key pieces of clothing. I think five years later there's two things that I still have that I know for sure are from that style session. I have a leather jacket that I love. And then a pair of boots that I also still wear. They're not necessarily my go-to boots anymore, but they still hold an important place in my wardrobe. And that session kind of just like helped me see that I didn't necessarily know how to spend money on clothes. Like I always went to the same places and I hadn't had exposure to different designers and so it was just a really helpful education and it was really nice to have somebody who didn't know me and didn't have any opinions of me like just pull pieces that would suit what I told her I was looking for so I thought that was like a really amazing investment in time it was like just opened my eyes to a new perspective and I had a few style sessions after that after that first one just to kind of again, build up my wardrobe. And that's not something that I do really anymore, but I definitely think in a different realm of life, (laughs) like when I'm actually leaving the house more, I could see wanting to do that again because it was a really great experience. With makeup, I kind of made it my mission to figure out my five-minute face. And a friend of mine had recommended Bobbi Brown makeup, and they also have like a huge display in Nordstrom. So either that same day, or around that same time. I had an in-store session at Nordstrom at the Bobby Brown counter and they walked me through like just the main things that I needed. And I think I had always had like blush and mascara and that, but I hadn't really had somebody teach me how to put on makeup, how to put things together. Um, I know for sure she picked out a lip color that I would have never tried without someone picking it out for me. And so that again was just like, I had this kit. I remember it was like a it was kind of like a rectangle shape makeup bag and all of my stuff fit in it. I She helped me pick out brushes that I needed and it just felt like once I had invested that time and energy into buying what I needed and getting the instruction, then it was like really easy for me to start putting my makeup on every day. And I was really excited and proud of it. And I know for sure that the lip color was like a key part of that because I had never really known what to do with lipstick before. Like I had always played it safe with lip gloss and never really felt comfortable. And it's just so interesting how like one experience can shift in a way where I just felt elevated after that. In terms of hair... I bought a curling iron (laughs) and I watched some YouTube videos and I went to Europe with my, I guess he was my husband, fiance, I can't remember. Um, I think it was the second time we went to Europe. So we were married or maybe it was right before we got married. It doesn't matter. But I brought, I remember I brought a curling iron and I was like, I am going to curl my hair during this trip. And I had never curled my hair before. I have naturally curly hair and I had always either straightened it, like flat, straight iron, like flat iron, straightened it, or just worn it curly. And so I realized that I really liked it when girls had these like beachy waves. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that. But my hair won't do that on its own. And then I I don't know how I finally just figured out like, oh, I need to buy a curling iron. I've never owned one before. And so I just kind of set out on that trip. Whenever we were getting ready to leave the hotel, I gave myself time and I curled my hair and it really made a difference. I really liked the look. And so that kind of those three things, the clothes, makeup, and hair five years ago, like setting out to kind of figure those things out has really helped me evolve my style to where it is today. Now, my style mindset during COVID is quite a bit different. I'm 35. Like I said, I have two kids and we've been home together, all together in our house for six months. I definitely don't get dressed every day. I don't do my makeup every day. And I've really tried to embrace this season of still wanting to use style and beauty to help reveal and tap into my inner confidence, but also accepting that I want to be comfortable and I want to, you know, feel like I'm just lounging around my house. And so I've kind of found this happy medium where I enjoy the clothes that I'm wearing, like the clothes I have are comfortable, and I also still feel like I have access to feeling put together. And I hope that this mentality will carry over into my post-COVID style. Like, not everything has to be skinny jeans, you know? Like, it's okay to have like flowy pants and a flowy top. Right now, I'm wearing my like favorite flowy green pants and a nice silk button-up top from Everlane and it's just like I still feel like I'm dressed but I could might as well be wearing pajamas like it's the perfect blend and I've worn a ton of dresses this summer which I don't think is a normal thing for me like it just like I never would wear a dress around the house until this summer so That's a nice change. And I'm also just a lot more willing to repeat outfits. Like I have no shame. I have a very, very (laughs) focused capsule wardrobe this summer and it's totally fine. One of the tricks that I use is if I want to exercise that day, then I'll definitely start my day out in my workout clothes. And then, you know, once I'm done working out, change into regular clothes. And I've definitely been wearing my hair naturally more than I've been curling it. And that's been nice, too. Like, that is just an easy shift. And there's, like, this whole movement now to, like, wearing your natural curls. And a lot of women I've noticed on Instagram are, like, embracing their curly hair, which is great. I'm so happy for all of you. (laughs) I never really had that, like awakening because i had really curly hair in high school and i hated it and i just did my best to like deal with my curls and so i feel like i'm in a place now where i can wear my hair curly if i want i can curl it if i want and it's all it's all kind of good like it's very low maintenance and easy right now i'm gonna get into all of the favorites and all of the things i'm loving because that's always just like such a fun thing to chat about so when it comes to clothes I like to keep it simple and easy, and I am very into neutrals, so many neutrals. And lately I've been kind of sticking to a tight color scheme, which has been a really interesting experiment. I'm not sure who I picked that up from, but I know it wasn't like an idea originally from my brain, but I had read or heard somewhere that like it's easier to have a cohesive wardrobe when you stick within a tighter color scheme. And so for me right now, that looks like denim, white, black, olive green, mustard yellow, cream, and blue. So it's like, it's a pretty, everything in my closet is like in one of those color categories. And I shop primarily at the same four stores all the time, Madewell, Everlane. I really like Amour Vare which I have a few items from them, but I also just love their catalog and, like, feel very inspired by their looks, even though I don't shop from them as much. And then occasionally I get things from Anthropologie. I like shopping from them from time to time. I have this, like, denim dress that I'm looking at right now in my closet that's from them from a few seasons ago. And so I definitely find that I feel like I have to be more selective with Anthropologie because They have things that are way far outside of my style also that they sell. Like, they just have a ton of inventory, whereas, like, Madewell and Everlane have a lot less items, and so almost anything from there I'm going to like, but those are kind of the main places that I shop, and even just narrowing down my stores makes my style more cohesive and easier. Like, I don't feel like I have to, everywhere I go, I don't have to shop. Like, I'm only buying from a few places. For exercise clothes, I love Outdoor Voices. My running shoes and my running socks are from Allbirds. And for pajamas, I have three sets from Tommy John that I just rotate through. So it's like the same pair of pajamas in three different colors, and I just wear those throughout the week. And then I just bought a gorgeous robe from Parachute. So highly recommend that if you're looking for like a lightweight but substantial robe if that makes sense like in Austin I don't want like a super puffy like big robe but I also don't want something that's like super light and frilly either because I want it to feel like I'm actually wrapped up in something so the parachute robe is awesome and then I'm really not wearing shoes at all these days I mean Is anybody? I don't know. (laughs) But I have a pair of Hirachi sandals from Nisolo that I love that are from I think two years ago that I'm still wearing. And then I just ordered a pair of their Lima slip-ons for the upcoming fall season. I think like around having little kids and just wanting things to be as easy and effortless as possible, I'm very attracted to shoes that don't have laces or buckles or anything like if I can slip on a shoe I'm good to go and so that's sort of like my primary criteria now I just want to be comfortable and put together in terms of inspiration i'm very inspired by natalie borton anybody who knows me knows i love natalie's style and i also really like anything that jen pinkston shares about style she's a blogger here in austin who's a former wardrobe stylist and she has two little girls she also has this adorable line of children's they're for little girls like they're like nightgowns or day dresses. They're so cute. It's called La Paloma Kids. I'll put a link to that in the show notes because it's definitely worth checking out if you have a little girl in your life. We have all three of the current colorways and they're amazing. Um, I also am just overall very inspired by the idea of a capsule wardrobe. I don't follow any specific rules and I don't think I've ever... Like there's been lots of like internet challenges and things on like 30 pieces over 30 days or whatever. Like I've never really done one like that, but just generally speaking, I really like the idea of having less items and really loving and enjoying and wearing all of them versus having like a closet full of clothes that I don't really like. That isn't something that is appealing to me. Or even having, if I had like a ton of clothes in my closet and I loved all of them, I still don't think that that is appealing to me. Last year when I started working at a co-working space, I started realizing that I needed to get dressed more often. <laughs> and I think like after having been pregnant twice and just like being in maternity clothes and then having you know, clothing that was breastfeeding friendly, like I just wanted to start to have like real clothes, but I didn't want to spend a ton of money. So I got into rent the runway and they have like their ongoing subscriptions where you can order clothes, keep them in your closet, wear them for a while. And so I loved that membership. And of course, I I quit that or put it on pause in March when COVID hit and we started staying home and not going anywhere. So I haven't rejoined that because I still don't feel like I need to like change my look every single day. But that was an awesome thing. I think it was their unlimited program. I loved that. It was perfect for me last year because I did get to try a bunch of different looks and different styles, but I didn't feel like I was like buying unnecessarily or experimenting with pieces that I wasn't sure I wanted to keep. Like it was just the perfect solution for me in that time. And I definitely could see myself doing that again at some point. One final thing on clothes is that having a style board on Pinterest has been a really great way for me over the years to curate an overall vibe and style and kind of see it from a zoomed out point of view. So I can just like pin things that I gravitate towards that I like and then take a step back and look at it overall and be like, oh, I'm pinning a lot of army green pants maybe I should check that out or huh like I really like that specific look but I don't have anything like that in my closet and so I can kind of fill the gaps of my closet based on what my Pinterest board is telling me and it's not a very it's like sort of a passive way to just kind of feel into style as it evolves because I think that's one thing that You know, I really like the idea of timeless pieces and things that I can wear long-term, but our tastes evolve and change and even our needs. You know, like what you, like I said, like what you wear when you're pregnant or what you're breastfeeding can be very different than when you don't have that specific requirement. So it's just nice to be able to like play on Pinterest, not have to buy anything and just kind of experiment with what you're interested in and where your tastes are. As far as jewelry goes, I've been really trying to wear my rings lately because I used to only wear them when I left the house and then I got out of the habit of wearing my rings because I wasn't ever leaving the house. So I have this new ritual which is in the morning after I do my hair and makeup, I give myself a little hand massage with some beauty counter hand cream and I put on my rings. I wear my engagement ring and two bands on my left hand and then on my right hand, I have my grandmother's wedding ring and a rose gold pave diamond ring that Adam gave me after Merritt was born. So like my ring life is pretty set up And then I have a few pieces from Majory that I really love. I have these bold hoops that are just adorable. And then I have their Zodiac necklace. I'm an Aries and I really like wearing that. And then I have this bold link chain bracelet. And so I like to rotate through those. I also have an okay collection of Natalie Borton earrings. And I have a really cute little necklace that she sold around Christmas season two years ago maybe and then i also have a maya brenner necklace with my children's initials which i especially love because it says om because owen and Merritt are my kids and so it says o m which makes me think of the yoga om, which I just think it's like so cool. And then I also wear my mantra cuffs that my friend Jen Moulton made. One of them says magic and one of them says allow. So I sort of like rotate my necklaces around and sometimes I'll wear that bold link chain bracelet from Majory, but pretty much my jewelry stays the same um, regardless of my look. Now let's get into skincare and makeup and all that good stuff. So, skincare is definitely the least perfected and like honed in area of my style life. I think there's just like an abundance of products to choose from and Lately, I've had some struggles with eczema over the past few years, but really, like, in the last few months, it's been rough. Like, since the beginning of COVID, I don't know, maybe it's stress-related, but I've had, like, an eczema dry patch on my forehead and some on my cheeks, and then my shins have had patchy messes. It's not, It's not a vibe, <laughs> but I'm working through it. So what I'm about to recommend or share is, like, it's experimental. These are not, like, tried and true 100% this is my go-to but I'm on the journey I'm on the skincare journey I love Youth to the People's products I have a bunch of their lotions and potions but their adaptogen deep moisture cream is one of my favorites. It's like a tan lotion. It's nice and creamy. And I use that at night. I also really like their superfood serum, um, which I just recently watched a how to video on their website. Cause I like every once in a while, I'll get all of my like face things out, my lotions and stuff, and then look up, Like, what does the company say to do with these? Like, when am I supposed to be using them? Because sometimes I forget. And for that serum, they said it goes on best when your face is wet, like after you've washed. Or if your face is dry, you can put a little bit of water in your hand and then put two pumps of the serum in and then apply it to your face. So I've really liked that. It definitely locks in moisture and just makes my skin feel so smooth. And then another brand that I really love is Herbivore Botanicals. Everything that they put out is like such a vibe and you can buy their stuff on Sephora or Nordstrom, um, but they have all different kinds of things like body stuff, face stuff. But if you're looking for like a new brand to experiment with or play with, it's really beautiful products that also work really nicely. Another brand to check out is May Lindstrom. I'm seriously considering moving to her whole line. It's decadent, amazing. It's a bit of an investment, but her everything that she does is like, about ritual and caring for your skin in just this like elevated amazing way she's got great packaging clean ingredients and even when you go to the website like you can shop by concern or by ritual it's awesome um another recommendation i have is leilani Skincare's mermaid mask i found out about this through my esthetician rita over at calm austin who i love hi rita um the leilani mermaid mask is a, an amazing moisturizing deep green yummy amazing mask it's so good i just ran out and i'm definitely gonna buy another bottle of that I also just fell in love with a body oil from this brand called Mother Dirt. And their whole product line is about being microbiome friendly and pH balanced. And so if you're like taking probiotics and you're into that life, then you might want to check out Mother Dirt because their whole philosophy is that the microbiome of our skin is just as important. And I kind of discovered them in my eczema rabbit hole, <laughs> but they have this body oil that has a lemongrass scent and it sprays on and absorbs so nicely. I really like body oils, but they can be like slick and gross, you know? So this one's really nice and easy to put on. And then in my natural deodorant life, <laughs> I am experimenting currently with Myro deodorant. I Went ahead and just took the deep dive and got their $68 gift set. So I have like all of their scents and I'm just kind of working my way through their deodorant for better or worse. I'll say with natural deodorants, they don't all work. (laughs) Not all natural deodorants are created equal, but this one is baking soda free, which for me is really important because my skin tends to have reactions with baking soda and like tons of natural deodorants have baking soda in them. So that's fun to check out. And then in skincare still with beauty counter I love beauty counter I'm going to talk all about them with makeup but I really like their all bright sea serum and then also their charcoal cleansing bar in the shower those two items are like my top two beauty counter products not makeup related but um yeah let's get into makeup because that'll be fun so with makeup I just like to have this down to a science. Like now, it's just like easy and fun. It's, I don't have like an in depth makeup routine, so I can kind of take my time applying it and just enjoy that process. And I'll just run you through my five minute face because it is so easy. I use Beauty Counters Dew Skin Tinted Moisturizer all over my face. And then their Brilliant Brow Gel. I'm actually using the Clear Brow Gel right now um, because I didn't want, like, a lot of color, and I'm loving it. And then for my mascara, I always curl my lashes first, and then I use Ilya's Limitless lash mascara. I get that from Sephora and I always have like a backup because I love it so much. It's definitely my favorite clean mascara. And then a recent discovery of mine is I'm always looking for like the best solution to dark circles under my eyes. Like that's just like the thing that I'm always wanting to correct. And I'm really liking Honest Beauty's honestly bright eyes it's like a color correcting eye cream so it's makeup and also a skincare product and it's it goes on really easily it has some stain power and i just really like the way that it brightens up my eyes I got super sick of Glossier's cloud paint. So if you've been like a Glossier fan for a while, I have defected. I just switched to Beauty Counters Satin Powder Blush in Nectar, which is supposed to be like the clean beauty version of Nars Orgasm because I was asking one of my girlfriends like, "I'm so over my blush. I just want something new." And she was like, I just always go back to NARS. Orgasm is like the number one blush ever created on planet Earth. And so I was doing some research on like, okay, but what's the clean beauty version of that? And supposedly this is it. So I just started using it and I'm liking it. It's nice to make the switch away from the cloud paint. It was just like too messy, too much. uh, I just was over it. Like I'd been using it for two years now. So I just needed to switch it up. And then... Another thing I'm super obsessed with is All Things Beauty Counter Lipstick, and now their brand new Beyond Gloss. Like lipstick and gloss has just been a fun way to switch up my look because I don't wear eyeshadow, I don't like do eyeliner, so I just keep it easy and just switch up my lipstick their new lipsticks have like a magnetic closure that is so cool and I just got their pearl color which is clear with a soft shimmer and I'm just wearing it every day like you would chapstick I love it so much and if you're new to beauty counter and don't have like a rep to buy through I get everything through Mary Birchlinger She's like my queen for all things beauty counter. She's a mama of three. So you know she has a realistic beauty routine. <laughs> like she's she's busy and she always looks gorgeous. So I love following her. And then another person I really like following for beauty makeup skincare is Sarah James. Her handle on Instagram and her blog is Whirl and she's all about clean beauty and makeup for women 40 and over. So I'm not quite there yet but it's nice to have like a beauty expander and someone that's like on the horizon that I can look up to and I just think that she she has it all together. In terms of hair, I'm currently on the search for my next favorite shampoo and conditioner. I don't wash my hair all that often and I always let it air dry. I don't think I've taken my blow dryer out, but like once this year. So my routine is shampoo and condition every so often, like once or twice a week. I let my hair air dry. The next day I curl it and then the next day I'll just like finger comb out those curls and then the next day I'll wear it in a top knot or a low bun and then I kind of use some dry shampoo and kind of work out the days in between. Um, I'm definitely obsessed with my curling iron. I've had it for a few years. It heats up fast. It's super easy. It's from the brand GHD. I'll link to it in the show notes but if you're looking for like just a classic easy one inch curling iron that lasts a while it's definitely a recommendation. I want to share just a few final thoughts on style and beauty. And that's to say that I think we are here to play and enjoy and have fun and feel beautiful and also experience beauty. And so having a style that feels put together and comfortable helps me breathe easier. It helps me find calm in my everyday life. I don't feel like I'm like, checking myself all that often to see like, oh, do I look good today? Like once I put forth the effort, I just kind of like trust and believe like, okay, cool. I did my part. Like I feel, I feel put together. And so one thing that I would like to invite you to consider is like, if you could wave a magic wand over your closet or over your makeup bag, what would you change? And you don't have to like, throw everything out in one sitting, but over time you could cultivate the vibe that you're seeking and you can look for your style mentors and your makeup heroes, the people whose recommendations you trust and that you enjoy following. It's definitely been a journey for me, but I'm so thankful that I found that like pocket of time and realized like, oh, hey, this is something that I wanna kind of like work on and figure it out because it's been a journey that I've really enjoyed. And in terms of like what I would want if I waved a magic wand, I think I do really crave more timeless and high quality pieces that will last from season to season. And I sometimes, like, when I'm shopping now, will look at a piece of clothing and ask myself, like, will I wanna wear that when I'm 60? Which I know is, like, really far away, but it's nice to kind of think about. um, Because there are some super stylish 60-year-old women out there, 80-year-old women, 90-year-old women. Like, style is something that if you enjoy it and you wanna play with it, it'll always be there. And so I just kind of like to, like, Think out into the future and and with curiosity and be like oh yeah i think i could wear that when i was 60 and i also personally want to focus more attention on brands and designers that are ethical eco-friendly inclusive like all of that there's definitely a movement now where brands are sharing where they stand on a lot of you know different causes and so there's more information available But also, there's more work to be done. And to be quite honest, I haven't really dipped my toe too much in that. Um, But it's something that I want to continue to pay attention to. And like I said, I'm not going to throw everything out of my closet. But as I'm bringing new pieces in, I'm trying to be aware of that. And generally, like one of my defaults is always to want less stuff. Like I'm always like, oh, I could get rid of everything. But I feel like I'm on a good path of bringing things in um, that really inspire me and that I appreciate and also just enjoying the clothing that I have and not always feeling like I need to get new stuff. I'd love to hear about you and your style journey, who's inspiring you, and what you thought of today's episode. Send me an email or a DM on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise and and I'll be back next week for the final episode of season one. For episode 22, I'll be chatting all about life, work, and the ideas I have for the future. Talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. Visit CelebrateCultivate.com for links and notes from today's conversation. Follow along on Instagram at celebratecultivate and connect with me at Keelena Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.